Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Russ, I'm a big fan, but let's see how we play Dynasty differently. So let's get into a trade scenario here. So 12 teams, super flex, PPR, 1.75 tight end premium, start 10. Are you going Jonathan Taylor or a projected mid-late 24 first? I have to say first, I love that beginning. You like that. Yes, every trade question should start with all of that. Because like I literally get tagged in this or that. And it's only last names. And it's just like no context, nothing. Like I don't even like if you like I always tell people there's never enough information. Give me everything you physically can. But like little bit um so like i love this it gives you like exactly everything you need to put into into context here's my thing man zach moss just put up 40 points when gardner Minshew was starting if anything it that will literally make sure jonathan taylor does not get paid by the colts yeah um and if you're competing which chances are you thought you were at least if you had jonathan taylor I will say my answer to this question depends on the league you are in. If you're in an active league and you can convince people that this is a mid first, it's not the worst trade. It's not good. You will not feel good getting a first for Jonathan Taylor. He might not play until he is required. What is it like six games to get the year towards free agency? Like he, he very well may just be sitting for another 10 games. So like, Again, I hate every ounce of this, but if I want to, like, if I need to move on, I do this to give someone else the headache. And again, assuming you have an active league where you can flip this for someone who's going to score you points. If exactly. you're in a not active league, like if, if it's tough to cascade trades, hold on to Jonathan Taylor as long as possible until you get something, until you find that offer. We are like, this makes me want to, want to cry less than the offers <laughs> I've gotten so far. That's true. Let's uh let's move to this one. So this one's slightly shallower. So it's a 12 team super flex PPR 1.5, a slightly smaller tight end premium, start nine. Sam Laporta and a 24 third or Evan Ingram and a 25 first. First of all, add, add the one more flex. Come on. Make it 10. Um right. no, play whatever makes you happy, except for two tight ends. Never play two tight ends. Um <laughs> I love this. We like I this is actually something I specifically talked about on one of the 16 shows I do, and I can't remember which one. Le- legitimately, it was Laporta for like Evans and a first because I love Laporta. I I Laporta was this is always tough to say. It's like J.K. Dobbins was my favorite running back in that class. Oh, I loved him coming out. I, I knew Jonathan Taylor was more talented. I knew DeAndre Swift was more explosive, but, but Dobbins was my favorite. Laporta was my favorite tight end coming in. I know Kincaid was going to be drafted earlier, both in the NFL and in rookie drafts, and I was cool with that. Let someone else spend a first when I can you know, wait six picks and go get sure. Laporta. Um and he's doing really like, of course, in that offense, 
although the Lions have a way of ruining good tight ends, but like in in that offense, he's doing well. Yep. He's it's you know. Evan Ingram ain't no slouch, especially in an offense. Yeah, he's a tight end four or something like that. He, like three yeah, or four he, sneaky style, but he's a tight end. Um, and with a 1.5 premium, even I gotta be honest, I'm taking the first. Like, I yeah. I really love Laporta. I like Evan Engram. He's okay, but it seems like he will consistently decide you figuring out who the wide receiver to in that offense week to week is gonna be a pain in the ass, but it seems like Ridley's going to get his targets and Engram is going to get his targets. Yeah. The other guys are just, you got to figure it out or just don't get either. Cause it's, um, but I give me yeah. first, give me, you know, uh, that's silly at this point. Like they should, have, if anything, those two players should be even in value. You should not be paying a first on top of them. I like it. Russ, let's get a, uh, let's get a baseline on you, man. It's funny. Cause normally you're the one asking your, uh, your guests, these sorts of questions. I didn't use yours verbatim from trade addicts, but how many dynasty leagues do you play in Russ? 25-ish. Um, right. It goes up and down depending on um, if someone, you know, I'm good friends with a lot of people that run leagues and it happens that people bail on leagues in the middle of the season. So I end up sure. being a placeholder for a couple of leagues yeah, yeah. every once in right. a while. So like I'm in 25-ish. I run 16, I think. Oof. Um so like the numbers never getting that low because I'm not getting rid of my leagues. Um, and and it, it's funny, like I at this point, I mean, I'm at the point where I only join leagues if it's the people matter more than anything else. Sure. And then just people I like keep asking me and it's hard for me to say no because I like those people and the people in the league. So like, all right. Fine. Do so, you play any uh, Dynasty best ball? I have three. I love it because I hate setting lineups. Yeah. Well, it's, it's, I'm terrible it's at it more than hating it. I, <laughs> I like I set my lineups on Wednesday. I check them for the inactives on Thursday, which I, I missed Ayuk last week. Me um, too. On, on two teams, I blame my kid. But yeah, go ahead. Oh, I blame my <laughs> horrible attention span. Um, and then uh, I lost in one of my undefeated teams because I left Ayuk mm. in. Um, and then I'll check them Sunday morning around inactive time and will never remember to check them for the four o'clock games. Like, Absolutely. so it's not even that I hate setting lineups. I don't really hate setting lineups. I'm a bad at it and be bad at checking up on it as the week goes by. Sure. Sure. Yeah. 25. I'm trying to think how many I'm in right now. I think I've been like 14 or 15. It's close to being right. I just need to shed my remaining MFL teams. What do you think about MFL? Are you one of those old school, like, Loving some MFL, yeah. It is okay. the only. It's the only platform I play on. Um, oh, are you serious? No sleeper. I, well, for you. okay. Well, first of all, this is great for a reason. I am a <laughs> cranky old man, um, but I sit. I sit at my computer all day. You know, I work from home. I have a desk job. I don't want to pick up my phone to do things. Like I have my texting on my computer, Discord's on my computer, everything. Right. Like I don't. I don't want to pick up my phone, and sleeper on the computer. I honestly I don't like it that much, but the computer is trash. I, so, I feel like they could spend a couple dollars to to, to address the desktop version. I, Clearly, I, they're I nimble. Heard they are, but honestly, they don't have to because that's not their jam. Yeah, the point of right. them is their app. And also, I don't understand the people that just freak out about MFL not having an app. 
just hit the internet button. It's the same thing as an app. Their mobile site is perfect. It doesn't need to be in a fancy one-off thing. It's or you know what? When, when you're in the internet, you hit the three yeah. dots in the internet. <laughs> save to home screen. It's like it's an app. It's just a shortcut. Um, I, I'm absolutely MFL. I everything MFL. First of all, for running leagues, it's to me, it's if anything, I have it down just as routine at this point. <laughs> you know, right. Right. So Russ, you have your trade addicts league formats, and I believe yeah. there's one that what has a yeah, like return yard, little one return yard action. One that does not. Okay. Yes, yes. The so, very um, first one did not have it. And then everyone I was nice in the beginning and I let people vote on rules. And trade addicts one voted against return yardage and two and three voted for it. And then I'm like, all right, well, I'm just gonna put them in for the rest of them. And I couldn't get one to vote yes on it. And I just gave up. So you were setting it up and nobody has any any call in what it's gonna be. You're setting up a league right now. Mm-hmm. What is the format gonna be? Number of teams, super flex, any tight end premium? Go ahead. Oh, absolutely. Uh, I am I'm a vanilla kind of guy. I mean, give me a 12 team super flex PPR tight end premium and I'm good. Can it be different? Absolutely. Like 14, 16 team super flex gets a little caddy when when it comes to quarterback pricing at that point it gets a they, little they don't move they don't move yeah it it makes it it's not that it's bad it just makes it tough and it's a different game than i like to play i love vanilla scoring because it makes it easier to trade like if that's why there was nothing really special about the ta leagues though at the time 0.75 premium was spicy back then like this was like five, six years ago at this point where 0.5 yeah. was like all there ever was. And I'm like, I don't like 0.5. I'm going to do 0.75. There and then like a the year later, people are doing full two points. It's just like, all right, slow down, kids. Yeah, S- Start two tight ends with a 2.0 premium. It's like, okay. Basically, the tight ends are like elite QBs in that format. But it, they it only gets... score six points because most tight ends are garbage. <laughs> Yes, they are. Yes, they are. So let's um let's go to this one right here. So we've got 90 folks in the crowd right now. Nice. Thank you very much for joining. Very excited about uh being with Russ tonight. So let's go to one that I had starred. So JO here. I set up the super sh- uh the stream pretty early. This was at 1020, and he asked this question here or she. So let's you get this answer. Like you sent me the link at like two or three in the afternoon, and I thought I was like, wow, look at this guy. Yeah, so I actually set up the stream yesterday. I was like, I've got a bunch of stuff to do today. Let me knock out the, uh, yeah, like the bones of, of StreamYard and YouTube descriptions and stuff Good now. Dream, yeah, that's not normally the case. So, <laughs> Russ, inbox offer. It's exactly like it sounds. The straight is sitting. Accept, decline, counter. So 12-team, Superflex, start 10, PPR. There's your vanilla format there. Give Goff and Brees. Get Justin Fields and JT. Thoughts? Why would you give yourself a headache? Okay, so if you don't want to score points this year, sure, get Fields and JT. The problem is one of them is a running back and is going to lose value by the end of the season anyway. Jonathan Taylor is going to be probably fine value-wise, assuming he goes to a new team and it goes to a new team that we think is a good landing spot. Like, I think it will be tough for his value to tank. But the unfortunate truth is he's going to be 25, 26 when he moves on to another team. And we're going to get a lot of running backs in this coming class again. So it's going to be tougher to have very high-valued running backs unless they're elite. And while Jonathan Taylor has showed us that he can be, that doesn't mean he will be on whatever team he goes to. 
So, and then Fields, I love Justin Fields. I loved that yeah. after six games of stupidity last season, they're just like, go do your thing, man. And then this season starts and they're stupid again. Like, <laughs> Okay. I, I I don't see the ups. Okay, that's a lie. All there is is upside to taking the fields in JT side, but I don't think it's worth the risk of Goff, who's a top ten quarterback at this point, and you're selling low on Brees because he's, well, a on the Jets, unfortunately, and being not completely healthy. You know, I, I yeah I do this. Like I I don't see a reason for this. If you wanted to change JT to a young wide receiver and you're rebuilding, cool. But with exactly the the two for two, two quarterbacks, two running backs, it's just I don't know if I would feel like I need to make that trade. There's got to be something else more important to address on my squad, you know, Um, but Justin Fields. So would you pay would you sell Justin Fields for a projected mid 24 first mid to late? Just a single first. Can't Can't. do it yet. It's it's probably like I get it. I will be. I am willing to make excuses for players I like for much longer than most people are willing to. (laughs) And the fact that we've seen this terrible front office do this before means there's a chance halfway through the season, they'll remember what they did last year and then hopefully get fired at some point as a coaching staff, not as human beings. That always feels terrible to say those words out (laughs) loud, but like for fantasy football, we need them to move on. So like the upside for fields is still there. And that's just selling way too low from a dude. If you did your startup, you drafted it in the first round. So I I agree. I can't, I can't sell them for a single first, but so what, what do you think is what's a doomsday scenario for this year? He, he ends up, you know, being horrible, he's not he's not let out of his uh out of his cage. What does the doomsday scenario look like? And what is like a you know reasonable conservative projection as to what his career could look like? Uh, well, the problem with the kind of player Justin Fields is, I mean, right now he's averaging 16. Okay, um, triadic scoring. We do a point for uh, I know it's man, uh point one for 25 yards most teams most leagues do we do 0.2 so it's we get a little extra yardage scoring um so he's averaging 16.4 points per game and like he's it's not there was no large and no small game they're all in the mid-teens like that to me is his floor because he still he does run a little bit and that's bad (laughs) you know he's qb21 that's not good you know so like that's pretty much what his floor is but the problem is in the NFL, the way he's playing means he's not going to be starting because, man, they yeah. might be going for Caleb at this point. And no matter how much, as in front office, you like Justin Fields, if you can get Caleb Williams, you get Caleb Williams. So I, I his floor, unfortunately, is, man, Trey Lance. Yeah, is is not even starting next year. crush my soul, but it, that's his yeah. floor. But, like, honestly... At this point, it would take way too much to get him back to like him and Trevor Lawrence were at to me the bottom of the second tier of quarterbacks for a lot of people, maybe the top of the third tier. You have your like studly three of Mahomes, Allen, and Hertz, and then you have that chunk of Herbert, Burrow, Lamar, and you know, Fields and Lawrence were that seven, eight, nine area of quarterbacks. I think they're both falling at this point, Lawrence. I man, it looked like everything was going to be fine week one, week two, and week three have not been kind, but mm-hmm. like 
I think it would take a lot for Fields to get back up into the first round of startups. Like he would have to crush the end of this year and then the, go into next year crushing again for people to feel confident again because this was a hard burden. What's going on right now? <laughs> like even for, for people like me who were in, who are like, yes, let's go. Of course, he's not going to run 36 times a game. You don't want your quarterback running 36 times, times a game, kind of like after Lamar's rookie year. But like, four times a game please <laughs> i know i know just like something right right so i i really think unless there's a change in the front office and they he ends super strong and starts super strong i mean his ceiling is probably around like a qb 14 15 dynasty ranking wise so will you buy him for uh for a mid 24 first right now oh absolutely okay nice nice all right good stuff i've Let's made so much worse first round picks than taking <laughs> yeah, yeah. a shot on Justin Fields. So yeah, definitely. So let's uh let's go to let's switch switch gears here. So Alex, this guy also got in really early, 1049 Ooh. happens to have the the name of my my youngest, who's a wild man. At least he went down well tonight. Charlie, on the other hand, no, he wanted to finish drawing his red panda. Um how oh, do we man. feel I don't know how old your kids are, but my kids never went to sleep this early. Six six and four. Six I got and eight four. and ten, and they stay awake as long as I do. <laughs> Freaking slinging trays on MFL. Um, how There's do we feel? <laughs> how do we feel on the top four rookie wide receivers three weeks in? Any buy lows or sell highs? If anyone's silly enough to be lower on just Jackson Smith and Jigba, yeah. go buy so fast. Um, it was. It would be idealistic to believe that he would come in and have a large target share because Tyler Lockett is there and Tyler Lockett is still very good. Um, he, so the best case scenario and what his ADOT is actually turning into, I figured he was going to be pretty much their tight end, a wide receiver, yeah. like, you know, pure slot guy, short yardage, third down stuff, which it kind of seems to be the case. It's just not as much as we want it to. Um, he's so, 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 so good that I I'm willing to wait on it. Like I drafted him where I drafted him on teams that weren't ready to compete this year because I knew sure. it was going to take a while. Um, so if someone is willing to like, if someone's frustrated, if they thought he was going to come in and take DK Metcalf's targets away, go, go get him. If you can get him for a mid first, this coming season, just do that in a heartbeat. Absolutely. He's so good. Um, what about Quentin Johnston? Everybody's I mean, like, "Oh, is he is he going to hit this week?" You know, I mean, you see, you're on Twitter, you see all the all the yeah, stuff. I, I'm a little sad at his lack of usage. I mean, Josh mm -hmm. Palmer has always fit very well with Herbert being the deep guy, but I kind of hoped for a little bit. Quentin Johnston would be able to just walk in there and steal the job, but unfortunately, hashtag Team Clemson big wide receiver Mike Williams is probably done. Uh, that it's, poor, it's poor sad. Man it's and sad. He's... And all of that. Like, it's not meant to be Mike. Um, no. But I mean, that, unfortunately, um, I think it was uh, Zach Reed who made the comparison like, wide receivers are like going up on an escalator. So now Palmer's going to be probably in that Mike Williams role. But now we get Quentin Johnston as the deep guy. Like, yep. this is what I was waiting for. This is what I was hoping for for this season because, well, Quentin Johnston isn't as good as JSN and Jordan Addison. I still think he's very good. And I just love me an X body type wide receiver. And yeah, I think he's oh, good enough sure. that with time in that offense, he can become 
what we wanted Mike Williams to be. So again, if someone's, I mean, you're probably, no one's selling low right now because we're like, this is his shot. And it actually might be his shot. I, again, I would spend a mid first this coming season to go get Quentin Johnson. That's probably a little rich for a lot of people, but I wow. also just liked him a lot more. I was, I will admit, I was a little wrong on Zay Flowers. Like, I, I didn't think he was bad by any way, shape, or form. I think mm. it was more that I just liked Rashad Bateman more than I think I should have. Okay, you know, yeah. like I thought Bateman was going to come back, be healthy. Anytime him and Lamar were healthy together, they did well together. But it looks like Zay Flowers is the dude there. So I had Johnston well ahead of Flowers. So like I'll take the L on that one and kind of swap them for now. But I still believe in Johnston. I still am a big fan of his game. And I still love that offense. So I'm, I'm willing to take a bet on that. I'm not selling yeah. any of those first round wide receivers. Well, when you get to the end and some people were taking like Rasheed Rice in the first and weird stuff like that. I, meh. But like those main four wide receivers, I'm still all in on. Well, now I'm all in on Zay Flowers when I was kind of in before. I hear you. Um, look, look at this quick quick one right here. Trade away Kadarius Tony for a 25 third. Yep. I had to. Yeah, bye bye. That is um, anything, right? It's like frees you up a roster spot, and you get a you get a third. It's one less headache to look at. Like, man, I remember see watching him play on the Giants for the six minutes he was healthy. Like, I've literally never seen someone change direction like he does. Like, it's amazing. But yep. I, it looked like he got hurt too much too fast, and the game is sort of passing him by at this point. It's a shame. It really, really is because he was so much fun to watch. Yeah, yeah, no, he, yeah, his moves were crazy, but it's like, dude, you've only covered like three yards. I know, but it was still so much fun. <laughs> but it was, it was just so cool to look at, right? Uh, okay, so Russ, for anybody who's uh, who's been in a cave, stuck under a rock, whatever that phrase is, mm -hmm. introduce yourself. We're 21 minutes in. Talk sure. to me about the DAP network, how you got that sucker started. So, uh, yeah, go ahead, man. Oh, well, I'm Russ Fisher at Dynasty Outhouse on Twitter. Um, I am the host of Trade Addicts Podcast, Dynasty Wall Street. I used to do a lot more. Um, I show up every once in a while on the, the grind on the DLF uh, YouTube. That's the word. Uh, on Wednesday nights. What else do I do? Uh, the DLF Trade Show on their YouTube channel as well. Uh, Dynasty Game Night, if we ever actually have the time to create those anymore. Uh <laughs> but so it, it's really funny like the dap network um what's on the dap network it's trade addicts the dynasty Dynasty timeline timeline and get real get real um what it really was uh you know all of the people that are on the dap network are on trade addicts leagues they're all just friends that we've had you know along the way and you know i'm always the person's like yeah go do stuff absolutely they're like we're thinking about like because what I what I loved about the early days of of trade addicts, and I tried to do it a little bit before. Like, we were the first podcast for so many people. Like, I it's it's funny. I've literally never said no to someone who asked to come on the show, and now oh, really? I just you said that we're talking to ninety people. So, um, so like so many people used to come on and then be like, I I kind of want to do this. That was a lot of fun, and I'm just like, yeah. But like, how do I get yeah. people to listen? How do we do like, well, I don't know what to do. And I'm just like, I like you for some reason, people like me. So let's just put it all in one place and see how <laughs> yeah, it goes. Yeah, it sounds like, like a fit. <laughs> that's literally all it was. It was literally just like, 
you know, get a bunch of friends in the same place, throwing all their stuff in the same place, I should say, and helping each other out because, man, I'm not going to lie, we're not always the hot, most listened to show every week. Like, you sure. know, a, a couple of like like junkies every once in a while just like kills it. And we're just like, hey, thanks for giving us some listeners, I guess, man. Like, yeah. you know, so like that's really the, what the DAP Network started as and still is. Like, I have to be honest, like, I always wonder what my life would be like if I was good at talking about myself, like promoting myself, I should say. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't remember the last time I've tweeted that we've had a new show or something like that, you know, so but like. Being able to help people in any way that I can, because I have, for some reason, far too many people listening to what I say, I'm willing <laughs> to try and do it. So, you know, gave my friends a little bit of a pedestal to stand on. And then, you know, I, it's my excuse to be able to ride people's coattails later on in life. Yeah. No, that's awesome, man. No, you've got a you've got a good lineup of of shows. It's it's funny you say that too because I was looking at the our view count the other day and our like watch time on mm-hmm. uh, on YouTube, and we have over over half a million hours of us Oof. being watched on YouTube. I know it's just, and then I immediately picture Shane. <laughs> <laughs> Shane hasn't Shane hasn't seen a single minute of our shows. He okay. doesn't he doesn't listen to them. Doesn't doesn't watch them. But just thinking that there's half a million people who have <laughs> been listening to Shane for that long just cracks me up. Of uh, our half a million hours, rather. So, <clears throat> excuse me. We'll get more back into the uh, the content creation stuff later and, and throughout. Definitely, uh, definitely a passion of mine. But let's get back to a trade, cool. okay? So, <laughs> this person's back again. Mystical Child Official YouTube is the name of one of these. So cool. let's put on, um, let's put on Sandford. He's one of our boys, and he's, uh, he's honestly my right hand man when it comes to uh, this channel, doing stuff, helping me out. Twelve team super flex start eleven one point seven five tight end premium side A is Pollard and Keenan Allen side B T Higgins Javante Williams in a twenty four second. Wow, this there's there's many many heartstrings being pulled on this. I love this trade because it's scoring points or getting some youth back. Value wise, I think this is pretty heavily on the Higgins side. Um, Keenan Allen is killing it right now. And Tony Pollard's doing pretty much what we thought Tony Pollard would do. Um, It's just that, you know, Christian McCaffrey and A-Chan and Mostert are just doing it better, (laughs) you know. But, like, Pollard's still out here putting up 12 to 20 points plus a little bit every single game. And that's pretty great. So if you want the points, I'm really cool with the Pollard and Allen side. I feel like that's a little bit too much to give up. Like, do you think Javante is anything? Do you have some, you have some belief in him still like that? That's a significant piece on that side for you. Yeah, a little bit. Um, Not like, yeah, I've never been the biggest into Javante. Like, I believe that he's talented. I also believe that that's a team that doesn't want a workhorse back. And especially after the injury, this, most of this, like, I am still floored that he's playing right now. But there's also no way he's at full capacity. There's no way he's full speed, full cut, and all of that. So, like, I feel I feel like this is selling low on him, and that's kind of my problem. Plus, you know, I'm pretty high on that guy. So, honestly, like... <laughs> you behind you, yeah. Higgins in the second for those two should get it done. Like, adding Javante feels like too much. Plus, I feel like you might be sad later in the season when Javante does start picking it up and man i'll still say cross my fingers that that offense starts clicking so a chain how did you say is how does he say it 
You said it properly. What is it? Devon Achan. Achan. Okay. He came out with a chain that says we have to say it Achan. Uh, and then, well, and then said we have to say it Achan. Yeah. Um, Devon Achan. That broke my now, brain. That it's yeah. To like, I switched to Devon real fast. I'm like, I saw, I think Sleeper has it, D-E apostrophe V-O-N. It does. Like, oh, it's Devon. Cool. I, I always go out of my way to say people's names correctly because it's such a yeah. dick American thing that we just ruin <laughs> people's names. Um, but like A-C-H-A-I-N-E, sorry, that's A-Chain, man. Like that's going to take me time. Like I still call it's the man take St. A Louis. That's going to take me some time to get it right in my brain. Like that's just, that makes too much sense to be pronounced A-Chain. I'm going to work on it, but I'm going to screw it up a bunch. Oh, but, yeah, the, the first part of last A-Chain. night's stream. Um yeah, I bet we were talking, uh, Scott, Shane, and myself beforehand, and, and I was like, here, look at this trade, A-Chain, such and such. He was like, it's a chain. <laughs> and I like kind of just like slurred it on purpose when I initially said, I was like, a chain. <laughs> oh, I mean, and then I listened back, I was like, I should have just, who I should have leaned to in. try difficult names. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, so what I was going to ask is, uh, yeah, A-Chain, we're going to call him, A-Chain or Zay Flowers? Let's see how you feel about about running backs. Oh, I am always I, I am wide receiver over running back. Absolutely. One hundred percent. And this one here. Yeah, um, I think it's Zay Flowers is absolutely set up to be a very strong wide receiver, too, for a very long time. I want to believe that a chain can walk in. Assume at some point this season, just beat out Mostert or I don't want it to happen, but let's face it, Moster gets hurt a lot, you know, like, and have sustained success in, like, this is what we wanted. We wanted a fast running back to land in Miami, a really, really fast running back landed in Miami. Like, so I drafted him a lot at the end of the first, but right now I still take Zay Flowers because I prefer the strong wide receiver versus the upside running back. When it comes down to, if, Again, in two, three weeks, I can regret this decision, and I'm fine with that. I will always pay a wait and see tax, especially on running backs. So right now, I will stay Zay Flowers, but it's it's closer than it was two weeks ago, for sure. So we got a, um, a couple of interesting comments from, yeah, it was the first trade from last night. We got some, uh, yeah, I guess some folks who didn't agree with our take on it, but where are you at on this one? Assume just a vanilla uh, league, like we were talking about, 12 teams start 10. Mm-hmm. Um, A-Chain and a 25 first or Brees and a 25 second. Got something they added to Brees for that? Like, okay, so here's here's the thing. You have running backs because you want them to score points. Mm-hmm. Brees isn't really scoring points. It looks like like it's just going to be Miami uh, to the moon, like Miami against the world. And they're not going to slow down once they destroy the world. Uh, He's not going to score four touchdowns every week, but you know, he might be what we want Brees Hall to be, but the value is still Brees Hall to me right now. And I could, again, all you can, all you can do is if you're thinking about a trade is about thinking how it is in front of you right now. Uh Like, you're not you can't ask someone to pay the price for HN of what he will be in three weeks if everything goes right. That's not how the world works. Yeah. You know, so right now, all I can say is the value is still Brees because I still think Brees is getting healthy. 
fingers crossed they do something at quarterback that isn't Zach Wilson and that offense gets decent. I'm not even saying good. A decent decent offense is good enough for Brees Hall. Just that can move the ball. Yeah. 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 Okay. So you're so you're uh you're kind of on that side. All right. Yeah. It's just the running back position. It's almost like, all right, what are you doing for me this week? Otherwise, yeah, exactly. I like I can't you, hate your name, on anyone. anything. I can't hate on someone who a gets a first and gets the dude who's scoring more points. Like I can't hate yeah. on that. I don't think I could personally do it. Yeah, and again, it comes down to it as always the league economy. Yeah, you know how how busy. Anytime a pick is involved, how active is the league? You know, yeah. are you going to be forced to sit and pick, or does that have a lot of juice? Like I'm in a couple leagues where picks are so highly coveted, so I don't have picks in that league because I got overpaid for them. You yep. know, um, yeah, all all comes out of league economy, no matter what we're saying up here. So here's a uh, here's a tear down. Uh, Indy has no luck. Ass twelve team superflex start ten. CJ Stroud for Bryce Young and a first. Let's call it a projected mid twenty four first. I'm gonna take Young in the first. I I it's really funny. Like I liked Stroud more. It's really funny. Like I I was talking. I didn't. Oh, I didn't edit my show yet. Uh, heavy quotes on edit. I didn't put the intro and outro on my show yet. But like I was saying, like I can never remember if I really liked Stroud more than Young or if I just got used to saying his name first. It's always Stroud and Young. It was never Young and Stroud. It's always Stroud and Young. So mm-hmm. in my head, I like Stroud more. Plus, he's looked really, really good. And like yep. in the three games he's played, he looks better than when he did three quarters ago. Like he looks like he is learning as he goes. And that's amazing. But let's not pretend that Bryce Young is bad. You know, he also he's got the worst situation, right? I mean, it's horrific. Like, were we expecting any production? Exactly. And if you draft rookies that aren't running backs, early drafted running backs, and expect for them to be scoring in your lineup, you're you're kind of doing it a little wrong. Um, like it would be awesome. Okay, maybe like Anthony Richardson, like that's the point of him. But like Stroud and Young, you you drafted them not hoping that they're gonna get in your lineup and you're gonna win a championship. You you want them to get good enough to do that but right. you're like you shouldn't be expecting it right away if you liked young more than stroud that is beautiful getting a first on top like that is or even if you like them evenly or if you like stroud a little bit more it's yeah. a first and if it's going to be your qb3 anyway you know kind of situation oh, if you're already in great shape yeah that's that's like a yeah i know i'm, I'm still a bryce young fan for sure for sure like and I'm I'm not selling him cheap at all. I'm, I'm at giving all. him I'm giving him a, a pass. He's got value insulation on on my bench as he um, should in general. Yeah, yeah. So okay, let's move on to another trade. I'm going to ask you something different here. So um, Ivan Torres traded Tyreek for JSN Brees, 24 first, Sky Moore, and four thirds. We don't know the for- format here. It's I'm guessing it's a shallow format. Okay, just just based on this trade. Okay, <laughs> let's <laughs> let's say it's a let's say it's like a ten team start ten uh, superflex. If you are getting, if you're looking to get young, which is the only reason I could see to do this, you got really good value. Like JSN and Brees are still very strong firsts. You got a first. And then Sky Moore in thirds. Cool. Sure. 
Like this, yep. this is a very good cashing out on Tyreek. I, I think this is very, very good. Like we said before, I fully believe in JSN. I sort of alluded to it. I fully believe in Brees Hall and the problem is his team, not really him. So I, I, I'm willing to pray that the Jets do something not stupid because they sort of did something not stupid. It just didn't work out quite the way they wanted. You I'm know, sure. like if Rodgers was still playing, the Jets would be a very different team right now. So like, I love this. This is a very, very good cash out on, on Tyreek. On the other side though, like if you're right and this is like a 10 team start nine ish, I would throw all of that to get Tyreek because the, the fewer players you start, the smaller the teams, the more you just want studs. And Tyreek is, right. well, number two stud, Keenan Allen, baby. Uh, you know, know, so yeah. absolutely. Like, I I would throw JSN Brees. If this is my first, I'm calling it the 110, you know, the, the championship one. So absolutely, I would throw that to go get Tyreek. Yeah, the, at least those are good pieces in the uh, in the package that you're getting back. Yeah, like you mentioned JSN, Brees, and a first. Not great. So good on you for getting actually good pieces. Yeah. Okay. Um. So Russ, t- tell me this because I did want this to be a mix of uh, content creation and dynasty. If somebody, w- we do have a lot of folks who follow our show, um, and follow you, who are content creators or aspiring content creators. What advice would you give to somebody right now who's like, yeah, I'm super pumped about, you know, the fantasy space. I want to get into it. I want to start a podcast. What's your advice? Literally go do it. Um, it. So, I mean, it's tough for me to talk about my story in today's world because it's been five years. I've been doing this for five Five years. years. There were so many, there were so fewer shows even back then, even though there was a decent amount. Um, but the, the truth is, just go do it. There was literally nothing stopping you. Like, it was so funny. Like, we're on show 283 we did yesterday. And, like, Congrats. for show, but, like, exactly that. Like, it seems like an accomplishment. The truth is, no one can cancel you. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. no one can say, you have to stop this now. We don't mm-hmm. want you. Like, and also, truth-wise, I literally have no idea how many people listen to my show. Like the across the entire network. Are you talking about trade addicts or just trade addicts? I you don't no even you don't look at your downloads or anything. No. Well, I whatever. literally like it could be six, and I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> like you know, just go and do it. Like you don't need anything fancy. I have a forty-dollar microphone and a forty-dollar webcam. I have a really nice monitor though. <laughs> that just makes me yeah. Happy. So so do I. I got a big wide one. Do you have like a big wide curved guy? Yep, big oh, curved yeah, one. Yep, yeah, love it. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. so I could have Streamyard and then like oh, what seems like a full size internet on the other side also. Like uh, so, like you you don't need anything fancy. You can even get there are streaming you no know, hosting sites that are free. You know, yeah. you could only save a very small amount of hours or or size files on it. But if you're just trying it out, who cares? You know, just go and do it. Have some fun. I will say, find what you want to be. Like, again, it was so much easier back five years ago because I could literally just go trade show and, and that was it. <laughs> now there's enough of those where you, you need a niche in a niche. Um, but like, figure out what you want to be. Go do it. Just make sure you're having fun because there's so much knowledge out there that People won't listen just because you're smart. They, like, I, you need you need to be 
at least genuine while you're doing it. You know, that if you are just reading stats off a page, people are going to get bored and people aren't going to listen. Not to say that analytics podcasts aren't good. I I mean, listen to what JJ Zacharyson does. The, every yeah. show he does is fantastic. Yep. But like you need to be out there. You need to be yourself, which is, I think is a very important thing because people ugh, like sniff out an obnoxiousness. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah. like I remember when I first on. started, like, well, I, I, well, a, first of all, Shane's watching by the way. Um, Shane That's was actually the reason I almost didn't podcast. Um, but I'll get to that in a second. Um, like I remember listening and just being, like when I first started listening to podcasts and everyone was doing their sports announcer voicing and talking like this. And then I found, Oh, I can't remember what she called it. Brandon Marianne Lee's show. She did with her sisters at the time. Uh Uh, I can't remember the name of it anymore, but I think it was just her fantasy football. Um, But they were the first people that I heard just geeking out over football, over fantasy football. And I'm just like, that's it. Yes. This, nice. this is what I want to find. And that's when it turned out, like I found that I didn't even really care about the content. I cared about listening to people I wanted to listen to. And and then I'll, I'll talk about Shane now. Like, so I decided <laughs> I wanted to, to, to podcast, which is really weird because I hate talking out loud. I'm terrified of people. Um, but for some reason I thought it was a good idea to do this. And sure. I'm trying to figure out exactly what I wanted to be, what I wanted to do. And the truth is, I'm a fast talking, sarcastic asshole and I'm going through listening to podcasts and I'm like, all right, I want to do a trade show. Let me see what trade shows are out there. The only one I knew of was the dynasty trade cast. And it's good. It was good. It was great because it was the only thing there was talking about trades at the time, short of DTC, but they were already like, but it's just like, this isn't like, I want to do something different enough. So I'm going and then I find dynasty trades HQ and I'm like, crap this is really good <laughs> oh my god what i i think i might be shamed so i think oh <laughs> should i not do this since i'm already out here a- and then i just did it anyway and of course i geekily tried to force myself to be friends with shane and it worked and you know yeah we thankfully coexist and don't make the world implode that there's two ve- like similar people like this close to each other um yeah, oh, and Shane says that Russ gives excellent hugs. Russ does give excellent hugs. I, I, I got I, I got two Russ hugs at the expo. Yeah, lots lots of fantasy folks like hugging. JJ Zacharyson's a hugger. Like, yeah, lots lots of huggers in this community here. Well, I, it's it's funny. Um, the the first expo I went to, uh, I told my boss I was going. I had to take a Monday, a Friday, and a Monday off because I'm going away. And she's like, oh, where, where are you guys going? Like thinking like we were going away as a family. Like, oh, no, it's just me. And she's like, where are you going? <laughs> and right. I stopped and I'm just like. Yeah, what are you going to call it? Yeah, I'm going to meet. A, <laughs> I'm going to Ohio to meet a bunch of strange men I met on the Internet. <laughs> yeah. That's fantastic. That's um, good. Also, and how'd that go over? Four or five years ago, there wasn't as many women as, as there are now. So it really just was a bunch of strange men. Um but like the truth is like i talk to people now and they're like i don't know i like the expo sounds like so much fun but like you know every so many people have social anxiety and i really do also it's like you get there and you are scared like if you do have that kind of anxiety it hits fast Mm because there's a lot of people 
but then like 30 seconds goes by and you're just like these are my people it's just yeah exactly people i've never spoken to before are talking about this thing that i geek the hell out over and like i like just like meld into the giant mesh glob of fantasy football nerds out there. And it's just, it's wonderful. And it's just so great. And the best part of all of it is, especially me, because I am always insanely open about me, especially because like, I don't have the brain power or energy to keep up like falsities of myself like i can't be a character because i would never remember what i'm supposed to do so like and and a large part of me is i mean i struggle with anxiety depression um a lot and anxiety especially so and i've always talked about it so like i'll be in a large group of people at the expo and like i'll be talking to two or three people but all of a sudden it turns into like six or seven and someone will every single time put their hand on my shoulder be like you good man like Oh really? Do you want to take a step? Like yeah. Or or like also um, I go with Zach Reed every year and Zach is absolutely not a people person. So like and thankfully Zach's a few inches taller than I am. So I could always just like look up, I find Zach and I just run away and hold on to him <laughs> and like he's he's my home base. I like recharge. Um yeah. you know, away, you know, away from the crowds and just talking with Zach or one or two other people. So like it, it it's really funny like no matter what kind of person you are, as long as you're not a dick, I guess, you know, the expo is absolutely that place where you are just among your own. And like, for me, who doesn't have that in my vicinity, that's a lie. I'm lazy. I could drive 50 minutes and go hug Shane whenever I feel like, but (laughs) life is really way too busy. But like you get there and it's just, you you want to show your appreciation for all these people. And the best way I know to do that is a, buy them food and I don't have that much money to buy everybody food or be just like engulf them in my arms. And <laughs> just, so that's what it turns embrace. into. <laughs> yep. All right. We'll, we'll get more on, on that kind of stuff for sure. It, it's funny, like going into this, I was like, this, this stream with Ross is going to be so loose. We're just, we're just going to be talking. I, I know that's how it's going to go. Sean, sh- say this last name, Russ. Chevrolet. 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 Sean Chevrolet, thank you for the question. So this is an inbox trade. 12 team Superflex, start 10, Burrow and Chase or Hertz and Waddle. Wow. <laughs> Whatever. That, like that'll this. make it that'll make it pucker up down there. I gotta be that'll honest. The league up. Like this is really probably someone being afraid of the Bengals offense right now. Mm-hmm. Um though I am a little not long term, but short term worried that Waddle hasn't cleared protocol yet. Like it's it's been a while. Um, so he might be missing another week, but again, that's not why you make this kind of trade. I honestly, whichever side I have, and this is offered to me, I just reject it. Like this is just keeping what you have. Same position, same tier twice. Maybe Chase is a tier above Waddle, but not enough to make me do this. This is anxiety in in a trade offer. Like there's, there's no reason for this unless again, like I always say that, and Unless I want to just was being stacked or something, you know, with, you, with Waddle like if, on that side. If there's a reason you want to do this, more power to you, whichever side you want, this is fair. But me personally, I don't do those things because I don't like doing trades where clearly there's probably going to be a loser. And I feel like when things are that even, someone's going to be unhappy eventually. So who's a player right now that you that you can't quit? And let's not say it's somebody that, you know, you should quit, 
Okay, let's just leave it how I said that the first time. Okay. Who's a player that you can't quit? And it's reasonable to assume that he could actually be something and he's not, you know, gone dead in the trash for years now. Well, I will never drop Paris Campbell from my teams. <laughs> um, I, I've just always been a fan of that guy. Um <clears throat> Like, I don't care what you. happens to him. He will be on all my teams all the time. Calvin Ridley, I never gave up on. Um, I held Oh, yeah, him you've always been a big Ridley fan. Mental health break and the suspension, like, that's my dude. Like, if you go to DynastyTradeCalculator.com and use the calculator, when you Russ's put in Calvin mans. Ridley, it still says Outhouse's man's on it. <laughs> I didn't have them change it when he got suspended. I left it as Ridley. Um, I mean, other than that, there's not, there's not too many people that are yeah. – you know, out there, like I have my guys. I love Waddle. I love uh -huh. Higgins. Um, I have Devonta Smith on almost every single team. I love what Tua is doing because he's, I've always been a big Tua guy, but I don't really have the, like, because there's, you know, my problem is like, I wanted David Bell to be a thing. And that's just like, I gave up on that. Like I've, I've realized that one's not happening, but like, yeah. When it's something like Paris Campbell, who whenever he's been healthy and on the field, he's shown that he can do it. Unfortunately, he is a giant now, and whatever the Giants are doing right now is not playing football. So that's a little rough. But I'm, I mean, I just dropped my last AJ Green share. Does that count? <laughs> oh man, I bet if I look at some some MFR rosters, I've got some gross stuff. Because again, I just struggle to even go in there. But yeah, oh, no, yeah, I, I I, I've dropped players. all sorts of like retired players and stuff. It, it's kind of embarrassing, especially oh, no, if it's... I dropped my last Andrew Luck share last season. <laughs> last season, last season. Oh, well, so you were holding out for a while. You mm -hmm. so do you have Tom Brady on on a bunch of squads? I know I sold. Uh, <laughs> I plus the I mean Rocky is in all of the trade addicts leagues, and he's yeah. that you know Tom Brady kind of guy. Yeah, so he's, I always he's the old quarterback guy. It's the cheap producing quarterback guy, and that's what Brady was just because he was old. So, like, it was all right, let me get Brady because I know I could move him to, to, to Rocky. So, that's what like I didn't have any by the time he retired. But if I did, he would absolutely still be on my rosters right now. I feel like what we should do so, somebody put in the comments or something, uh, we should see Russ's inbox trades or something. And I was wondering, oh, um, for the DLF uh YouTube show, we used to have a in Russ's inbox. The problem oh. was we record that on Wednesday and we do trade addicts on Tuesday. And we want as many trades for the show on Tuesday that I didn't want to leave anything sitting for Wednesday. So we we stopped doing it because I can never get, you know, the timing to have a good trade sitting in my sure. inbox. Um, I hadn't. It's really fun. I did have an interesting one. Oh, hold on. I have two emails. Let's let's see if we can actually get. Yeah, I, I can. I can pull up. Uh, I can pull up some as well. Oh, oh no, like it was like I had an interesting trade two weeks ago. Someone offered me Kyle Pitts for Sam Laporta and Baker Mayfield. And this was after week one. And I held I I, I rejected it because I again really liked Laporta. I'm rebuilding you in this kept Laporta there. That's that takes some uh so it was Kyle Pitts for La I'm sorry, what what was it? It was Laporta and, and Baker, Baker for Pitts. Yeah. Okay. Um and I rejected it because yeah. I believe in Laporte. I believe in what he's doing. I believe that he can keep doing that. And while I don't necessarily want points, that's what taxi squads are for. You know, assuming your legal lets you, you know, cheat like that, which mine do. Um, 
so like that i sat on that for a while and i think we did actually end up talking about that on the trade show and i just i couldn't do it like i i believe in pits and the thing about pits is let's say he does absolutely nothing for the rest of his rookie contract which is another two years he'll be 24 <laughs> he's he's so young there's so going young. to be tight ends coming out in that draft class who will be older than him but we know what Kyle Pitts is. We know how athletic he is. He had a thousand yard season his rookie year. It's just Arthur Smith exists for some reason in the NFL. You know, so I I want Kyle Pitts on my teams, just not at that price at that time. And then it's really funny because after week two, I think it was Jared Wackerly put out a post, a, a poll. Yeah, yeah. I voted on that too. Yeah, it was Pitts. Them straight up. And it was practically 50 50 by yeah. the end. And if you were to run it now, I can guarantee you that Laporta would win. And I well, where are you really at on fun. that? Is is do you have Laporta over over Pitts now? You're on the clock in a startup, and you're clicking one of them. You still clicking Pitts? I'm clicking neither. Um, <laughs> I, <laughs> Trading back. Yeah, like if it's between those two, I'll take a wide receiver. Um, but especially now with Laporta, he's probably going to get drafted higher than I would want to spend on him. But like. If Pitts finds, a again, a decent offense, he doesn't even need a good offense because two years ago, Atlanta wasn't good, but he still put up a thousand yards. If he just scored like two, three more touchdowns, he would be tight end one. You know, and well, that would have fallen quickly because Atlanta still turned terrible. But, you know, it's I still firmly believe in Pitts. I'm fine waiting because we don't expect a 24 year old tight end to produce anyway. It's just that value got a little out of hand early on it, it did know, that that we are getting too low on him which don't get me wrong i try to take advantage of but you know the people who have pits by now paid that price for pits so they don't want to let him go too cheap so here's a uh here's a question from alex <laughs> in all caps it's almost like did he change his uh his screen name uh, i'm thinking about myself too much there it's like did he all alex. caps alex so that i pick him alex um, yell it. that's what that's what it's there for so here's someone <laughs> here's someone who is worth a lot and costs a lot there's no question about it in a 12 team start 10 super flex ppr what's the most you guys would trade for jefferson so it's really funny again we got a, tr a question on trade addicts um pretty much just asking how to trade for superstars yeah um and the answer was by paying a lot back up the truck and the <laughs> real answer at the end is you never make a trade and then two days later going i'm really sad i have justin jefferson on my team so go pay yep. to get him. You know, you're never going to be sad to have Mahomes, Hurts, Allen. You're never going to be sad to have Chase or Jefferson. Running backs get a little iffy. You're never going to be sad to have Travis Kelsey on your team. Like, though, you don't have to pay superstar prices for him, which is still so stupid. Tight end one forever. Um, Until honestly, the day dies. I, I would pay what almost whatever it takes. Of course, if they're being stupid and they want, like, Chase in a first. That's silly. They're next to each other. How about... How about Garrett Wilson and 224 first? And you don't think either of those firsts are high? Uh, no, let's do that. Let's do Garrett Wilson, a projected what could be an early 24 first and a late 24 first. So Wilson and two firsts. That's rough. Uh, the sad thing is, like, if you change it to Wilson a first and a second, I say yes without thinking about it. In which yeah. case, can we give, give me Jefferson in a second and I'll feel fine? Mm -hmm. 
which that rationalization means I will stare at it and just hit accept and go get Justin Jefferson for that. Yeah, no, you you said it well. You're not gonna you're not gonna be sad that you have uh, Justin Jefferson on the on the team. And and also another thing too, when it when it comes to buying studs that I've noticed is don't be afraid to throw in like like don't let a second stop it. Or yes. don't let, you know, or like some threshold wide receiver where there's like 40 of them. Don't get hung up on yeah. like that extra Raheem Moster being added, you know, to it. That kind of stuff. Just eye on the prize. Yeah. <laughs> eye on the prize. Here's a quick one from the freak DJ Moore Hollywood. That's tough. That's I, I, I thought I would have an answer for that quickly, and I don't. Um, I think the answer is Hollywood. I that offense Hollywood. is playing better, which is not a sentence I thought I would say. Um, I, I like the players pretty equally. I think they're both very talented, but weirdly enough, Josh Jobs is playing better than Justin Fields right now. It, it is. It is good to see that that offense uh, is is working because you I don't just think see uh, that's the problem. Yeah. <laughs> they're they're uh, they're failing at at sucking. Yeah, they're uh, they're crashing on crashing. It's it's not going well. We we had a funny super chat the other day, and and yeah, for anybody in the crowd, if you're asking where the supers are, they're off. Um, but yeah, it was it was this team who was who wanted to tank, but they were like, my team isn't letting me. He had like Puka, Tutu, yeah. Atwell, like Shahid, and like all these players that were accidentally like crushing. <laughs> I have. What could you do? It was a start what eleven, so he was tar- he was starting them, you know. Yep, I have Puka and HN on a lot of rebuilding teams. Yeah. <laughs> okay, let's um let's move on to another question here. And we're gonna stop uh before 10. Before 10, because Russ has uh Russ has something going down. It sounded like it was gaming-ish. Or no, it was a draft. You have yeah, a draft uh, at 10. Ryan McDowell runs the sniper active leagues. So and every week a team gets eliminated and it's like guillotine-ish almost. Okay. You know, there's stealing players and teams get eliminated and then we do a draft for all of the players that are you know now newly available so i have to go survive for one more week because i am skin of my teeth in that league still so this is probably my last week for it <laughs> good stuff okay so here's e will said can't super chat well we're gonna pull him up here he would have paid for this we're gonna pull it up dynasty 12 team super flex ppr no tight end premium giving Mostert and a 24 fourth for Chubb and Dotson, thoughts? Yeah, sure. I mean it's it's most dirt for Dotson. Yep, right. I was, I heard recently that it was just his MCL that got wrecked. Oh, really? and Out of all of <laughs> looking at that, there's no way it was only one of the CLs. Congratulations to all to his previous oh, surgeons for what they've done. Because the fact that the rest of his knee did not get tore up means those they did a fantastic job. That's unbelievable. Uh, if that's if that's true, it's fantastic. Yeah. And I mean, I I've stopped believing how long it should take for someone to recover. Like again, I don't think Javante Williams should be playing right now, but he's playing and he's playing pretty well. Um, he's saying uh, week one. There's a chance he's ready for week one next year, but he's also 29. Well, will be 29. And yeah. Jerome Ford is looking like he might be for real, in which case we're looking at RB2 at best, you know, Nick Chubb. So I'm good with that. I, I would trade Mostert for Dotson. I do think Dotson is good. 
I want Sam Howell to be doing better than he is. He, he looks good week one. He had a really bad interception and a really bad fumble, but that looked like a rookie mm-hmm. mistake. Like he yeah. ran with the ball out and like, dude, you're at the five yard line. Hold that in your body, man. And then his interception was just like literally threw it to the other team. Like, like he just didn't read the zone well, but like Girl. he started looking worse and worse instead of better and better. Um, so I, I believe in Howell. I want that offense to do well. And I love Penn State pass catchers, and Dotson showed that he can score touchdowns in he's, the NFL. He's he's good. He's gonna have the uh, the Commanders stink on him. I'm I'm a Commanders fan, and it's it it just sucks. He's his value is always gonna be tied to the fact that he's on the Commanders. There, yep. There's nothing he's gonna be able to do about that. Obviously, yeah. Um, okay, so let's go to um, let's go to another one here, and then I'm gonna ask you a content creation question. Inbox offer from Open Twenty Four Hours: Ten team Superflex, start ten half PPR. Give ETN, get a chain and a twenty four second. Yeah, because here's the thing. To me, okay, ten. So ten team Superflex league. There's a chance he was drafted at the end of the first anyway. Because I and I know we are five months away from what our rookie drafts were, but it it's still an easy way to value people. How much more than a first and a second is ETN worth? Not much. So, like, this is this is pretty good, and especially now that we've seen that, all right, again, he's not going to score four touchdowns in a game often. I won't say again because maybe he does. But, like, if, if HN and Mostert turn into a 50-50 back and they're both probably – if that's the case, they're both going to be 100 yards and maybe a touchdown each a week. Like, that offense has that ability. So – yeah, I'm down for that. Like, and that feels weird, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, it does. It does. Okay, talk to me about um. So, I guess when we were talking earlier about advice with with content creation, for me, it was it just know what you want out of it while you're going into it. You, you need to be yeah. like flex. You know, like what is the what is the goal? You don't have to know exactly what it is because you're not going to know what that thing is until you get feedback and stuff like that. But just just have an idea because we started out with a five minute trade show. I was going to be promoting DynastyPandemic.com, this online community, which is now DynastyTradesAndFive.com. Uh, Scott and Shane were going to be promoting their patrons five minute trade show, and it just yeah, it, it did quite well. I guess you know in large part because of Shane and and Scott. But hey, it just hey hey. Well, whatever. I've 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 learned and, and worked hard. Um, thank you. But uh but yeah, just just knowing what you're getting into, getting into it. Um, I mean, because good lord, like talk about I was gonna ask you right now about about burnout, like oh. your experience with burnout, because I mean it has happened several times with me. I've like grinded through it and still put on a happy face on Tuesdays, but yeah, we're almost coming up on two years and you can burn out, it can get lonely, you know. So go ahead. Um, I will say very first, like, like you said, like, know what you're, what you want going into it. But the truth is, if your only goal is I'm going to do this because I want to do it for a living, I want listens, I want money. It's, it's probably not going to go well. Don't get me wrong. You can be great and it'll work out. It absolutely has happened. Like we've seen it with a couple of people happen fast and good for them. I'm jealous as hell. But like, also, like I said, I don't try hard for that. If I cared about popularity and cared about doing this for a living and making money, I would know how many people listen to my show and then (laughs) try to make that number higher. You know, I I do this for the fun of it. And I always told like, well, I started out, Brian Har was my co-host. Now it's Rocky. And I always told them, 
this is literally for fun. This is the only reason I wanted to do it. It's the only reason I will continue to do it. And same goes for you. If this ever stops being fun, let me know. We'll try and fix something. But if that means you yeah. want to walk away, please. Like, that's that's fine because this isn't a job. We're not getting paid like this is a job. Like, we have a Patreon that I honestly started because I was hoping to cover the cost for my hosting site. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's gotten a little bit more than that, but, uh, but like, still, like, it, this isn't the kind of thing where I would, like you said, put my health at risk for. Like, mm -hmm. and if you know or have been around for a while, I used to host, like, 18 shows. You know, saying no is always a problem of mine. Well, it used to be. Um and I just, I always wanted to talk to people because I loved all these people I was meeting. So like, yeah, let's go, let's go, let's go. I was guesting yeah. on three, four shows and doing three, four of my own. My wife got very, very mad at me because sure. I had a wife and two kids when I started doing this stuff. Um, so absolutely like burnout myself. I overdid it. And then, you know, quasi abandoning my family in the evenings you know it's it's a lot and the real real bad part is you don't know that limit until you find it um <laughs> yeah it's the same thing with joining leagues you're like yeah i could handle mm -hmm. 25 leagues i can't handle 25 leagues and then you drop five and you're like yes this is the spot like that that's what it is like you you, you record you record you do this you do that yeah you, you for people who put work into actually editing, I don't know how you do it. I get annoyed by the three minutes it takes me to do my stuff. Like for trade addicts, I literally like, cause we have a Patreon also. So I hit live mm -hmm. a little early that, cause they can join and watch and everything. So, and I know I love seeing people just be people. Like I will never forget. I hosted a dynasty diagnostic. Okay. With, it used to be Aton Mosia and, and Sam Lade and Stompy. Stompy had to miss a show uh -huh. and I hosted with him. And it was with Ray GQ when he first started. Nice. Yeah. Um, he was he was like writing for like Dynasty Nerds, right? Yeah, back back was, in the day or something, right? Even before that, before he was with DLF, like he just started uh Destination Devi. And he was on the show and it was really funny. Like Aton's uh internet crapped out. So Ray, Ray and I were just talking like human beings, like, uh -huh. like, and I literally, like, I couldn't hold it. And I'm like, dude, your stuff is so good. Like, like, and we just started going back and forth and it was like two, three minutes. Aton came back, we finished the show and I was editing the show for him. And I'm like, well, I'm not actually editing because I don't do that. <laughs> like I'll take away gaps. Like if I know there's like a five second pause, like, all right, we'll sure, sure. Yeah. But otherwise, like I put an intro, I put an outro and I send it. And so many people were just like, that was the coolest thing ever. You two were just people talking. It was like, just, like uh, I said in the very yeah. beginning, like be yourself because that's the kind of people I listen to. I don't really care if it's not the best analysis as long as I feel like I'm having fun listening. So like I, that's what I try and do that a little for, you know, the patrons and like listening beforehand. Um, so all I do is just like delete intro um like that that's my <laughs> level of editing so anyone who puts real effort into editing i just uh, good on you man and i i, don't I, videos, I used so. to i used I, to put I, in so much time on on editing and if anybody here is getting started with a youtuber is in the thick of it you're spending a ton of time editing find an editor because yeah. i used to go through on um 
yeah, well, we used to record a ton of freaking shows. It was almost daily, but I would go through there and I'm eliminating like all of these little pauses and, and I'm trying to make it sound perfect because I'm an audience retention whore, you know, I, I'm like, so I'm looking at that curve and it's like, I don't want anybody to go anywhere. They're going to make it to the end. They're going to click on another one of my videos. So I get obsessed, but then I can find out this, this dude up in Canada who, you know, reached out to me with a resume and stuff. One of our subscribers, he could do that in like 10 minutes like the eliminating of the pauses and stuff for a 25 minute video. So free up what is sucking your time. If you want to grow a channel like editing, holy. But also forever. if you do edit your own stuff again, I can't speak to video cause I've never done it, but like audio, uh -huh. I used to go through and delete the ums. Like I can tell oh, you what Brian Hart's um like in Soundwave. Um, <laughs> don't. That's all I can say. Like, it's not worth the time. It's not worth the effort. And especially like someone like me, like I said, I am very much myself and I am not a professional human being. I also <laughs> lose words every once in a while. I have to like sure. grasp at words. That makes me who I am. And again, as long as it's not like an uncomfortable silence of me just being like, which is usually like, you'll hear me say words, 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 because I'm just uh -huh. not yeah. trying not to make it silent. Like, you need to be a human being like that. That's part of what connect makes people connect with you. So sounding robotish, it's like speaking perfectly. Isn't good to me. Like, again, if you're doing a one man show, you don't want um every third word. So take a couple out, but like, mm -hmm. if it's you and at least one other person, especially if it's a bunch of people going through and looking like, Oh, that's, that's just awful. And it's, it doesn't do that's as much good as you think it does. No, no. I mean, we we say, what was my what was my crutch? I feel like I'm getting better at it, but I I would have a crutch word or or a cr yeah, I would repeat. So I'd say, how about um, how about like you know just doing that? And Shane's got the ums and all, and yeah, I would be getting rid of all of that stuff. And it's taken me five hours to to edit a. You know, it is not video. worth it. No, it's not. So let's um let's go to another trade here and watch time is a. Uh, Russ, five minutes. Is that enough? Uh, does that give you time to decompress for your uh, for your draft? All right, rock on. Okay, so let's see here. Where was it? I just had it. Puka for Aaron Jones and a 24 second. 12 team super flex start 10 half PPR contending team. Yeah, that's fine. Um, well, wait until Aaron Jones is playing. I assume he's coming back because I think he... this week he's he's in, right? Isn't yeah, that I th settled should <laughs> like he i believe he suited up like i remember reading something like him and christian watson were standing on the field pregame like dressed and then we're just like nah so like i believe they're going to play this week if he is then yeah because let's face it you're cashing out on puka for first like it's the smart dynasty move of course it helps to be in 20 something leagues and have like 10 shares of him to be able to cash out on a few but still have a bunch but man aaron jones is the run is is a running back you want when he's playing and to get a, second, a lot of fantasy you know, points. and he's worth he's not worth the first quite so getting the second on top makes you feel good about the price i would sell puka for this if i'm a competing team for sure yeah no sounds good so here PBR. yeah for sure so we're gonna do a quick uh stream yard giveaway tool and this is just gonna be if you if your name is drawn you're just going to uh you're gonna give a throw out a player name and Russ is going to talk about said player. 
So in the chat, put in hashtag Russ, hashtag R-U-S-S, all lowercase. And then I'll uh, and then I'll draw it here in a couple minutes. And uh, yeah, Russ will talk about the player. And um, yeah, I'll add on a little special something after you uh, after we decide that. Okay, so let me put this down again. Hashtag Russ until um, yeah, we got seven entries in there. We'll keep nice. it going. Nice. Uh, okay, let me pick another one here, Russ. Zulu Zaddy. That gets that gets my attention right there, right? It's like when you go to a when you go to a liquor store and it's a cool uh, cool label on a wine bottle. Uh, I have literally. Right. That's how I used to whiskey shop. That's how I you used to whiskey to. shop. Oh yeah, yeah, me too. Um, Writer's Tears is I found Writer's Tears whiskey because I thought the name was hilarious and it is one of my favorites. Um, but yeah, no, I love a good name. I've tried so many drinks just because of their silly names. Yep. Okay. So Zulu Zaddy, 10 team start nine, no tight end premium, one QB start three wide receivers, Hertz, Chase, Devontae Smith, Keenan, DJ Moore, Godwin, Waller, Bijan, <laughs> Bijan, Bijan, A-Chain, Dobbins, Ford, AJ Dillon, my own 24 first, two and one, the points four are strong. What running backs to target tips on contending? All right, so one quarterback, start nine. So you're looking at starting Hertz, Chase, Devonta, Keenan. Bijan. Bijan. You're going to start A-Chain at this point. Yeah. You're starting Ford. Um, Waller, because you have to start a tight end. That's eight already. Um, and we didn't put – yeah, that's. I think that's everyone on this list I want to start. Uh Godwin's doing well enough. You have your own first. Throw Godwin in a first and see how high you can get. Yeah. I mean, yeah. start. I mean, you're not going to get Maybe. Justin Jefferson for Godwin in a first, but like, see if you can get Tyreek. Like, mm. yeah. I, if I'm a Tyreek owner who's not really thinking I'm going to win this year, Godwin in a first is a good step because you're still going to score with Godwin, but you're going to get a first. You know, uh, so start start at Tyreek and start working your way down. See if you can get. CD Lamb because he's not lighting the world on fire, even though he's really, really good. And just yeah. go down your rankings and see who you can get. I think that's a really good start. I'm also a fan. Like, go see if you can get Christian McCaffrey. Like, those are the two players. If you want to compete, and, yeah. If if you want to compete, and your question is, what should I do? Go get Tyreek. Go get Keenan. Go get McCaffrey. You have Keenan. One check. <laughs> go get the other two. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Let's run this uh giveaway tool thing here. We got uh 20 entries in. And Russ, we have 150 people watching us. That's pretty cool, huh? I am very intimidated by that right now. <laughs> I know. Is it funny that all content creators are introverts too? Okay, so Trey Bushik, Busick, B-U-S-I-C-K. So Trey Busick, sorry for jacking your name up. Uh put a player name in the comments real quick. Um, okay. So that says Ethan Wong Russ. Oh, real quick while we're waiting for uh for his to pop up with the player, I have to ask you this. I ask everybody this question who comes onto the show. If I hop into your whip, what song do I hear, Russ? What does that mean? If I hop into your car, what song is playing? Oh, um well you don't know I... what a whip is, you're that old. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah very much so um well this morning when i jumped into 
my my when I hopped <laughs> into my whiff, you're welcome from Moana was playing because last night, you know, I lay down with my daughter and we listen to Disney music until she falls asleep. Um that's awesome. But but at this point, like I'm very indecisive. Most of the times I don't really know what I want to listen to. So what I do is I just go to Amazon Music, I hit give me a uh my chemical romance station and it just gives me er like early 2000s emo music that's that's really just like my comfort music at this point nice nice good stuff i yeah i ask everybody that question i've gotten some good uh some good uh tips and a good list that i'm creating here so i said trey i saw your thing justin fields we covered him pretty well earlier in the in the show so just whatever that's what he wants justin fields i'll talk about justin fields some more um Go for it. look man I, again I believe in Justin Fields as a quarterback. Ohio State quarterbacks don't always necessarily seem to work out. Um, but I, I really believe in him. I believe that he's not just a runner. I believe that he's a good enough quarterback. It looks like they were starting to work him into something at the end of last year where he was running like crazy, but also the passing was getting there. It's just the fact that he had zero people to pass to. They brought in DJ Moore and don't worry, Trey, you got here and we're happy that you're Yeah, yeah, Russ, you're, you're good, bro. I don't know why I was trying to take that player away Seriously, from you. Seriously, <laughs> why do you put up with this guy? Um, but, the, and it, they bring in DJ Moore and it's just like, yes, this is exactly what he needed because especially a player like DJ Moore, who is a very good route runner and great after the catch. And even in the preseason, it looked really that connection looked great looked lovely preseason game one it was like four for 120 and a touchdown and we're just like yep here we go and then week one roll around and they're just like hmm, never mind yeah. like so all you can really hope is that someone just walks by with a playbook and slaps ever in the in the head with it <laughs> and, and they just let them go back to what they were doing at the end of last year and just let him go be him and develop with these pass catchers, maybe go and get someone better than Chase Claypool. Yeah, <laughs> um, they paid a lot for him, too. Well, they shouldn't have. They're just, you know, they got bad. Um, <laughs> so, so, like, it, it's like I, I still believe in the player, and that's always my biggest problem because, like I said before, like, I will make excuses for my players and hold out hope for a lot longer than Dynasty says I should. Um, <laughs> Plus, chances are you have him on your team now. Unless you did your startup this week, you paid a lot more for him than you're able to get for him right now. If you're able to get QB8-ish prices for Justin Fields right now and you want to get out, cool. Go. That's fine. But, like, right now it seems like Fields is on level with, like, Brock Purdy. Jo yeah, Jordan Love. Jordan Love or Fields right now, Russ? Yeah, uh, I mean my answer is still fields, but like love is doing so much better than I thought he would like good for him. Like I, you almost feel bad for the man, the way people would talk about him and I'm guilty of it. Also, again, like you always feel terrible when, like you say, that guy should get fired. You're like, Oh man, no, that guy yeah, has yeah. His family. Um, that should have been a receiver, you know, that Aaron Rodgers got as opposed to, yeah. Yeah. Like it's just, it's, ugh, but like, I, I believe in fields. Like I, I do think he will be good again. I assuming someone lets him be good again. He was drafted early enough that he will keep getting chances. Like Baker Mayfield is still getting a chance and now finally doing well, you know, same thing with Jared Goff when he was terrible 
And the Lions are like, yeah, sure, yeah. We'll, we'll give you a shot. And he's doing really well again. Not to say the exact same thing is going to happen with Fields, but he was drafted early enough that I think that he will get a chance after Chicago, assuming they do keep crapping the bed with him like they are. So I really do like Fields. If you can, we talked about Fields for a first. Single first. You know, I would absolutely do that in a heartbeat because I've made much, much worse. Like I drafted a couple of Jalen Ragers just to put it out there. Like, you oh, know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Ahead of Justin Jefferson. Like, you know, like that'll be forever, you know. Oh, man, you want to go back to 2016 when I drafted so much Corey Coleman and Josh Dodson? <laughs> you know, like those were my that was my jam. Like, oh, yeah. thank you for drafting Michael Thomas so I can get Sterling Shepard. Like, I mean, you make a lot of bad first round picks. Why not yeah. take it on a shot where someone at least we've seen put up a lot of fantasy points? Um, and uh, will Fields have a starting job next year? I doubt it. I think he will. I, I, I just... Uh, if short of like the the Lance situation where they bring in another quarterback, of course, no one saw this happening with Mr. Irrelevant, but like, mm-hmm. let's say they get a top three pick and they bring in Caleb Williams. Yeah. Justin Fields isn't going to start, but if they're smart, they trade him away. Yeah. And Justin Fields, at least I believe has shown enough that if he goes somewhere, it's going to be a place where he has a chance to start. So I do think he will start next year, even if it's not for the bears. And between Fields and Dak, I'm going to take Fields because they're scoring similarly and Fields is younger and just has more athleticism at this point. So I'm really just – Dak is fine. He's he's not doing great yeah. right now, but he'll be fine for the season. But I think I just take Fields because if they're going to score the same, I'd rather take the dude that could just randomly run for 200 yards a game. Exactly. Exactly. Okay, so I'm going to do my uh, my quick plug for us, but I want to end it on you. End it on the high note. So we have a Patreon. You can see below me. Uh, you can see that QR code. You can bust out your phone if you're watching this on desktop like a weirdo. No. Uh, join our Patreon, www.patreon.com slash allgas. We have our own tier now. Isn't this cool, Russ? We have our own Patreon now. Private Discord, live AMAs. You do the morning drive with Scott and Shane, Saturday night. It's an extra hour mannequin chill, basically. Saturday night, 9 to 10. They're on there, voice chatting on the stages. Awesome group. Very busy. Check it out. Um, and then, yeah, roster reviews. Go to dynastytradesand5.com slash roster review. They are going to be getting very busy in terms of the volume just because it's week four. People are like, should I stay or should I go? So hit us up there. Yeah, yeah. So just go to dynastytradesand5.com and peruse, and you'll find all of the above. But Russ, most importantly, plug yourself. Mention fantasycares.org as well. I've got that over on the right hand yeah, side. Yeah, I was going to say that's that's the only thing I really plug. Like, I don't care about following me on Twitter. I don't talk about fantasy football yeah. much on Twitter. Like, usually I tweet about Disney stuff and stupid things my kids do and say. But if you want to listen to Trade Addicts, cool. I appreciate it. But fantasycares.org is really what it's all about right now. Um, if you don't know, Fantasy Cares is it started pretty much with Scott Fishbowl and all of that stuff. What we do, we try and preach that we play a silly game that we put money into. (laughs) Why not take some of that silly money and help with it? You know, take one buy-in of the 12 most likely that you're playing and just donate to charity. It's cool if it's us, just somewhere, some charity to make the world a little bit of a better place. But Fantasy Cares, our biggest thing is Toys for Tots. You know, we have an ever-growing roster of people throughout the world at this point that go and do some shopping and then we donate the toys so kids who can't whose parents can't santa can't afford to bring them presents um so they can have some presents for the holidays and like 
we hear a lot of stories of people in this space that got presents because of toys for tots and that's amazing dude it's it's just yeah like again like it's silly money for a silly game so doing good with it just makes so much sense and again we would love for it to be for to fantasy cares which you can go right there to donate fantasycares.org but even if it's not just find something that you care about something that makes a difference in your world and just donate some money for it because people need it and this is a game that's true and it's it should be for fun more than anything else so and also uh tuesday every tuesday afternoon during the season i do a live stream on the fantasy cares youtube where we do like an sfb 13 wrap you know look at the yeah, leaderboard, leaderboard check about all the scoring and stuff like that uh, but we also do a bunch of giveaways our Oh, there you go. Yeah, it's it's the signed uh, signed jersey. What is that, Tyreek? That's Tua. Tua, that's right. Um, every week, right now, like every week on the show, we give away a small something. It's been Funko Pops for the past few days, but like in the live stream, we'll just you know we'll give it away while people are watching. But we also have at donorbox.org/slash giveaway goodness giveaway. I'm going to throw it in the in the chat. Yeah, yeah. Type it in there. Um, go here. And donate every $5 because we're an official charity contests are very, very convoluted Um, for every $5, you get a hundred entries. And once you hit $25, the amount doubles. Um, So every week we are giving away a new signed Jersey or something. Cause I have a couple of mini helmets and footballs also. So I don't want to just say jerseys. Uh, We did Daniel Jones and Deandre Swift so far. And this week, Tua. Tua, that's fantastic. And I, and I love this because, like, he signed this. Like, the DeAndre Swift one, his auto, his auto was, like, this big. But Tua's yeah, like, he, no. It's like, I'm going to throw taking, my... No, that's ha- fantastic. I have this big number one. I'm taking up this big number one. Um, so, yeah, and we give that... We, we pick that's the great, winner man. on that live stream. So, just fun to come and hang out. Yeah, uh, thanks for all you do for, for charity and, and stuff, man. didn't let me post the thing in there for some yeah, reason. Yeah, yeah. I to post I'll put it um you can just uh yeah I'll I'll DM it to you, you and you can throw and I'll put it in the episode yeah. description. Yeah, yeah. But now you do you do an awesome job. Uh yeah, you're you're so involved in the community. We appreciate all of that. Fantasycares.org. Definitely check that out, everyone who's still listening. 139 people still in the house. Uh, 135. Do me a favor, hit that uh hit that like on your way out. Easiest way to help out the channel. And you could be a deer and join our Patreon as well if you so choose. But hey Russ, this was fun, man. I appreciate uh I appreciate your time. Good luck uh at 10 o'clock here in, in a right. in a couple of same minutes, time next right? week. Same time next week. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Okay, I'm gonna end this stream. Take it easy, everyone. Bye everybody. <laughs>